folks, welcome into a brand new episode of the Crossing Swords Podcast. I'm your host, Ty B. Tonight, we'll be joined by none other than the funnel guy, Dwayne and Kat down. I'm going to mess with them in Long Island. Uh, oh. eh, got him. He's the only one left in the playoffs, so, you know, got gotta, him. I got to throw a jab or two. But first, a shout out to our sponsor, Pazza Electric. Give them a call at 716-698-2711. They can help with any residential or commercial electrical project. They're certified all across the county. Anything from house wiring to main service upgrades, even if you need a backup generator, give them a shout. Let them know Trainwreck Sports sent you, and they'll give you a little hookup. Again, 716-698-2711. But tonight, we got to start off here with you, Tristan. The Gambling Gauntlet. I think the Gambling Gauntlet is a perfect example of what's happened with these play-ins so far. It's been an absolute crapshoot for the most part, but you've literally found a way to make the best of it, and that's how all fans, I think, are right now, making the best of all the hockey we have. And how how are you feeling right now after this initial play-in, not playoff round? Well, dude, fellas, gentlemen, ladies, cats, it's been an awesome <laughs> – it's, it's, been, it's been fun, number one, there's, again, there was no hockey on tonight. I sulked. I sat around. I cried a little. I wasn't happy. But, dude, the amount of hockey that's been going on this past week or so, even, you know, before that as well, it's been like it's, – it's, it's the most amazing thing ever. You can gamble. You can lose all your money. And it feels wonderful. Sounds amazing, Tristan. Sounds amazing to me. Lose all your but, money. But – Money, it's, it's just money. It's just Fun money. coupons. Yeah, it's just money. I could die tomorrow, and the money means nothing. But I have a wife and kids, so I hope she didn't hear that. Um, so the way it works is I've been ripping down the Funnel Guy Gambling Gauntlet. It started out, I mean, shit. You guys follow it. Ty B. Fade, I mean, fade Funnel Guy, like, to the ultimate maximum early on. Just just bro. a terrible – like, a, like a, you couldn't have started worse, and then you have, like, a bounce-back day, and then you just – right back into the into the gutter for like two straight days and it just looked like were you gonna find anything ever again and then the way you've rifled off these wins lately it's just been bro bro at one point i was like i was like eight and 20 or something (laughs) like that it was like i mean you could have had i'll you know watch the language and whatnot but like you could have had my son I for a while there for like the first couple of days, like days one through five, I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to strap some picks onto like my kid's like toy car and have him grab one. And I was just going to go, Oh, you know, he, you know, he picked, he picked under five and a half. We're going to roll with it fellas. But, um, dude, I went on a run these past from day six to day nine or whatever it was. I went like 10 and two, plus like almost nine or some odd units, whatever it might've been. But I think, I think the units are still down, but Oh my God, like I'm telling you right now, if you guys want any free money, anybody that listens to this, the first period under one and a half has been the freest money that's ever existed in all of gambling. It's, it's like every, every first period goes under under one. It's amazing. Yeah. It's Um, been, it was, I think that like goes to show just, or just perfectly 
puts into perspective the way the playoffs have been. Like there was just, it was or the play in, like it was so hard to read going into it with some of these teams, you know, only really getting one big exhibition game to get ready for it. So it's like, what do you expect from either of these teams? It's kind of a crapshoot. You're rolling those dice early on and you start to see those Whoa. trends. You see who's playing well. And then you can sort of read into those things. You see, you know, those Blackhawks Oilers games, tons of goals. Like you can keep riding overs in those or oh different God, things like overs. that. But early on, it's just like, where, where am I going? And like everything else almost felt like unders for the most part. Yeah. Everything for the most part was unders. It was like, again, there were the, there were the specific series, but dude, it's like any game that Dallas played, take the under free money, always take that under, even if, you know what, they could have gone down to four and a half and I probably still would have taken the under in most of those games. I think the games yesterday, the three games yesterday, um, I think they all went, I think they all went under. I think it was the two to one, two to one. It sucked obviously because I think it was, uh, but uh, who did St. Louis play yesterday? Um, was it Dallas? Yeah, St. Louis played yeah. Dallas yesterday, and I took St. Louis money line. I took the, I took, uh, I took first period minus one and a half or uh, under one and a half free money. Stole it. Thank you. But dude, they're playing their backup goalies. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's so tough to predict when you go through each game just because you just you know you don't know who they're gonna take when they're gonna or who they're gonna play when they're gonna play them. But it's been and it's been so much fun watching hockey. And I will say this, I'll commend one thing. We're obviously going to get into the lottery, and that's something that was royally screwed up from the very beginning, watching how that whole process went down. I'm telling you, man, the way the NHL has handled the, the bubble situation, the, the two hub cities, it, I mean, can, has the NHL done anything better in the past <laughs> so. 20 years? No, I mean, they haven't. <laughs> dude, there's, there's negative, like, there's zero positive cases in the entire league it's the most incredible thing ever we live in a world that's that's run by covid and fear of walking outside of your house and yet we can get you know 24 nhl teams together in hub cities and get zero positive tests it's it's incredible and we're gambling we're having a good time there's hockey in august and there's going to be hockey in september it is the coolest thing ever i'm having a blast Yep, and you mentioned the lottery a little bit. We're going to get into that before we talk about Cats and his aisles or anything else. we got to talk about this lottery. Conspiracies. I'm seeing them all over the place right now. <laughs> They've been broken. Do any, do any of you sure. guys subscribe to any of them? Uh... I- I mean, he was he was standing he was standing over it with the button. He could see if he, he was not his- blinking. He was a bot. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> the way that the way that they read off each team, Gary Bettman, is this the right logo for this for this team? I was that praying, was weird, dude. Was but weird. I was watching it and I was praying that like one of them was accidentally like a Sabers logo, and he was just like, no, man, I don't, I don't think that's, the t- I don't think that's the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know what I mean? <laughs> What really happens? What happens if they accidentally throw like a wrong team ball in there, and that, that's the team that ends up getting picked? Like, it's Gary like, Bettman's fault. That means the uh, Sabers win. Uh, uh, oh, the commissioner like said a, yes. <laughs> imagine there's like a giant bomb that goes off. Like they read the wrong team, and then the and then you just see this red flash, and the screen goes black. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's. Uh, I mean, that's what would have happened. Ball, I think that's what would have happened if they said Toronto. That ball oh. did sound a lot heavier. But dude, oh, like the, the, you saw him drop it. 
the teams that lost, I mean, everyone was like, oh, my God, because that's the problem is you'll run into is like every, you know, the, it happens and they're like, oh, man, you know, the whole thing is fixed. You know, Montreal is going to is going to tank and they're going to get Lafreniere because he's the hometown guy. Fucking they beat Pittsburgh. Fucking Chicago takes out Edmonton. And then obviously my Columbus Blue Jackets. I picked them. You're welcome. His, his Columbus Blue Jackets. My Columbus Blue Jackets. So Your Columbus they, Blue Jackets. And it's like, imagine if, like, if Toronto, Pittsburgh, or Edmonton won, the backlash, the uproar, it would have been, oh my God, it would have been the craziest thing ever. The hockey world, hockey Twitter would have been going nuts. I don't think hockey Twitter would have been a, a thing anymore. Like, I think it would have been. I might have quit. Else. I might have quit hockey. Dwayne, like, I think there would have been so many Maple Leafs fans in Dwayne's Twitter DMs that, like, it would have, oh my God. It, his phone would have blew up. I would, I, I, I would have turned my mentions off. I would have only fucking throw my fucking, might have throw my phone into the Niagara River across the street. To be honest with you, Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne, you know what the problem is? I keep, I like, because again, we're obviously all in the big group chat, and I'm watching your shit talking, and you scare me because I'm a big, I'm a big juju guy. And you were shit-talking the Maple Leafs so hard when I had them, <laughs> when I had that parlay to win the $500. And Vancouver ended up winning, and the only game that lost $5 to win $500 was when the fucking Maple Leafs came back and beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I am such a big juju guy that I think – Are you blaming uh, me right now? Are you blaming no, me? No, 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 I'm not blaming sounds like, It sounds no, like you're blaming me. No. I would. Does it sound like he's blaming no. you? It sounds like he's blaming me. No, no, he's not blaming you, but I would. No, but I'm just going to send you my Venmo account, and then as soon as you wire me the $500, we'll be all square. We'll be good. There's no problem. Just, There's I'll, no blame I'll, then. I'll just send you a picture of my cheeks instead. How's that sound? <laughs> not the worst uh, thing you've ever sent us. But um, <laughs> the, last, the last thing we need to get into before we move on <laughs> – need to see uh cats cats your reaction you're down on long island you're near the city you deal with those rangers fans way more than we do you gotta give me give me a couple uh co- give me 30 to 60 seconds on your thoughts on this yeah i mean they got Kako last year at second overall and it's just like just makes sense like why not get swept out of the qualifiers have a better chance uh than the teams that were statistically worse for them worse than them in the regular season and they got the first overall pick like Lafreniere in New York City that's a tough market for him um I mean other than like just the youth movement in the NHL it's great to get another super what could be a superstar I'm sorry in the metro area uh, but there is tons of talent in the metro right now it's actually very scary now with Lafreniere in the mix you got Barzell, Panarin, Hughes, Kako, Zabini, Dobson, Sorokin, Shesterskin, like, it's going to be dangerous now with Loft down here. And, like, the rivalry is just going to be sparked. And, yeah, it's not a good feeling having New York Rangers get that first overall pick. But we're still continuing on playing hockey, and there's a silver lining somewhere, and it's my team continuing on here. Yep, exactly. That silver lining is perfect. Getting into the playoffs, even though, I mean, those stats from last round counted as the playoffs, but whatever. So let's get into the playoffs. You brought it up. First series, we're going to go in order for the boys. Uh, tomorrow, starting at 3 o'clock, Blue Jackets, Lightning for the series. The Lightning are minus 235 favorites. Blue Jackets plus 190. For the game, 
uh, at the Creek minus 167 plus 138. Tristan, we'll start it with you. Give me your series predictions for this one. We got to get them ready for the for our boy Wayne Bretzky. Man, you know what? Number one, I want to get I want to get Brett on here for a podcast because I think he's got so many good takes. Um, that that being said, I don't know. Um, the way that Columbus came out against Toronto, it was back and forth. Um, I think they have a scary goaltending duo like the Carolina Hurricanes did back when we lost to them with, uh, you know, with Martin Gerber and Cam Ward. Um, could it be another year where it, what would happen? I mean, it, this is, again, I always go by coaching and I love John Tortorella and they already knocked out Tampa Bay lightning once you want me to be honest, give me Columbus money. Swept line. Them. Didn't even just knock them out. Swept them. Give me, give me Columbus money line, and then also give me them winning the series. I don't care if it's, I, it, you know, it might be six or seven games, but like, um, I like the, I like the effort out of Columbus. It has nothing to do with, you know, the obviously it has a lot to do with the players that are on the ice. But at the end of the day, that is a team that is run by an amazing coach, a great staff, and an unbelievable management pro, like product from top to bottom. And those Toronto are without coach. Yep. Toronto is coached, 100%. Yep. Dwayne, keep, keep it running. Keep it running, Dwayne. And those are the teams that win. Give me Columbus. I love it. Yeah, I, you know, Toronto is absolutely 150% outcoached. You can't even deny that. They, they, they tried to stack two scoring lines of superstars and just said, fuck our bottom six. You know what I mean? Like, and it, their defense is lackluster. Every single pairing, man, was I was unimpressed by any of it. And then Frederick Anderson, me being a goalie, you know, I saw that second goal last night. I'm like, you, this is a must-win game. You oh cannot let that. Oh, and, you're gonna and, hug and, that post. Don't, oh, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like, ninety-nine percent of goalies are doing what he did. It's called the reverse vertical lateral, uh, reverse vertical horizontal. It's called an RVH against your post because it helps you play the pass better than if you were just standing up against the post. But you have to keep your head and shoulder up against the post and you have to be patient with it. He wasn't patient. He took Leaning his head forward. down. Yep. yep, exactly. So you, you just can't let that in. That's, you just can't, you know, that's, he wasn't aware of you know, exactly. I mean, it, it's just, you know, and just putting, you know, Tavares, Marner, Nylander, Matthews, just literally stacking those, those guys on your top two lines, instead of just trying to spread out the talent, and have three – that's why Columbus won. It doesn't matter how, how outchanced they were. They, like, they were able to keep, like, keep them outside of the perimeter, keep shots to the outside, shots coming from the points, and they were able to play a well-rounded you know, defensive-style hockey game when they got up by two or three, you know, one, two, three goals. And yeah, said Corpus – nothing – like, again, both goalies were absolutely outstanding. Yep. Elvis makes over close to so 60 saves in that game four loss. And the only re- and honestly, it's the only reason this even got the game five is because Zach Rinsky is out the last 10 minutes of the third period. If, if, exactly. if Seth Jones in the last five minutes of that game, if you got to imagine Seth Jones and Rinsky are out there together for at least three of those five minutes, you're telling me they're still scoring all three of the goals. Absolutely not. No <laughs> way. No way. Rinsky is one of the best defensemen in the NHL. There is no way, like, there's zone, there's zone, like, like, uh, 
getting the puck out at their zone exits were absolutely horrendous in the last five minutes. They couldn't – they're they just look, they look lost. And that's how Seriously. good that pairing is, Seth Jones. That's how good that pairing is, Seth Jones and we were Zach Wierenski. Like, they're just so good. I, in my opinion, one of the top pairings in the, in the league. So and what's your prediction? What's your prediction for them in Tampa Bay, the, the, God, the rematch? It is the rematch. Here's the thing, though, guys. You know, they mortgaged that entire franchise last year at the deadline. They, they, they rolled the dice. They, they, they went all in, pushed their chips in the middle of the table. And, you know, yeah, Sorry, they, they, Bob. Swept Tampa, they swept Tampa Sorry, in the Brad first Man. round. But you know what? That's not you're not you're, the goal isn't to win one round; it's to win the Stanley Cup. So I think I I I I'm gonna give it to the Lightning honestly because I just think even well here's the thing: Stamkos is is still hurt. Headman's not Headman is injured. He's not playing. Yep. That could be the edge state, but that team is still so deep. The team is still you still got Kucherov, still got Point. You still got just these other superstars on this team. Just like they're just built to win. So I don't know. Um, I think that series could actually come down to goaltending. You know, who's who's whose goaltender is going to be the better the best, who's going to be the better goaltender between Vasilevsky and I'd imagine they're going to roll out Corpusalo. I'd have to imagine. Have to. Um, yeah, I think I think I think he gets a nod for game one for sure. Yeah, I think but so like, too. But like you said, Stamkos, we don't know how long he's going to be out. Lower body injury. It could be weeks, could be months. Cats has cats running across the screen. Um, but, you know, you look at Hedman, they're talking about like it could be day-to-day, but he's at least out for game one. And, you know, playing every other day, how quickly you didn't get back. Like, what sort of rehab do they really have there? Obviously, they have, you know, the Toronto has sort of, you know, top-of-the-line facilities there. So, so Stamkos, you know, Stamkos how much have can, a chance how much does everyone have access at all that stuff i don't, I don't think, think so for the first round it doesn't seem but and it looks like Hadman has an ankle injury so is it an actual sprain or is it you know is it a puck to or something like that like if it's Dude, a sprain yeah. that could be weeks it could be if it's a high over ankle, a month it could be a, a month and a half sprain, six weeks yeah, yeah if it's a high ankle sprain you're better off breaking it and then yeah it, they say it's better it's Seriously. better off breaking it because um, you're you, to clean you can cleanly break it and it's easier to heal rather than a high ankle sprain yep uh it just it just it lingers yeah um, yep. and then you can you can yeah, yeah you just continue to restretch out that ligament and then you have long-term issues with it but i think i'm gonna it for me it comes down to whether headman or sam coast play in this series I, right now, I'm going to lean Lightning in seven. But if Hedman's out, you know, more than two or three games, I think I flip-flop on that and I go Blue Jackets. And I think I think there's good value playing them throughout the series as underdogs in a couple of those games. Absolutely. Uh, depending on the way, you know, the series starts, especially. Like, if they don't win game one, I think you're going to get a great, great number on them in game two. Yeah, you see, number. Tampa Bay didn't play bad during the round robin games either, even even without. No, you know, no, no but I mean, like so. they they have a ton of players, but mm-hmm. you saw what the Blue Jackets did to them last year, and you cannot take that with you know just a grain of salt. That is something that actually happened. Most of those players are the same. You talk about oh, they added Good. Patrick Maroon. Patrick Maroon. How old is Patrick Maroon? You add Zach Bogosian. Oh, he's a tough guy. No, <laughs> we I'm saw what he trash. does. Like. He can't even really skate anymore. Like he used to be very quick, like all those hip surgeries, everything else. It's not there anymore. He just makes so many boneheaded mistakes. The Blue Jackets can take advantage of him. Cats, what's your prediction? Yeah, without Stamkos and Hedman, it's going to be very interesting. I think 
um, you know what, uh, Pierre Luc Dubois. Oh, cylinders that last series against Toronto. Um, it's it's going to be great. But you still got like Kucherov and Braden Point, obviously, you know, making a case there. And uh, Vasilevsky is just an absolute stud in that. Um, but yeah, I think it does come down to how many games will Stamkos and Hedman get into. That will really sway the series here. But I see Lightning in six. They just have a little bit, little bit more edge than the Columbus Blue Jackets, but you really never know with Torch behind the bench. He literally could fire them all up. Yeah, we've we've all heard the crazy Torch stories. We've heard him on two goalies, one mic. We've heard him everywhere else. Oh yeah. Um, what what did, what did he say to Shields, Ty? <laughs> I can't remember. Try something or. He's yeah, he's like fucking try me or something like that. And he's, yeah. like, he's trying to get him to fight him. But either way, we're on to the next series after that one. Um, and this is the closest one when you look at it in the betting sense. The stars are very, very slight favorites at just minus one fifteen to the flames, minus one oh five. You saw what the flames did to the Jets out there. So I think, you know, that's probably where the line should be because the stars they didn't necessarily look great in these Brown Robin games. Whereas I thought the flames impressed a bunch. Oh yeah. Tristan crack it open. I got, I got three more. Cause I know this three is more. Perfect. Long. Perfect. So I think, you know, this is right about where it should be. I like what the flames have. They have a lot offensively. Can they keep up, you know, with the stars, the stars have a great defensive game. Now it looks like Ben Bishop's playing, you know, very good hockey. Tristan mentioned a lot of unders with those stars. Um, So can the Flames pot enough goals with, you know, Johnny Hockey and everyone else up there in Alberta? Uh, It's going to be interesting for me. I think I'm going to lean the Flames in seven. I think this is going to go long. I think this is going to be a back-and-forth series because each of these teams are very exciting. Dwayne started off. Um, Honestly, I – Looking at this, man, I I want to say I want to say the Flames. I just love I love the forward group they have there. Um, I do think the Stars hold the edge in goal ten, in the goaltending department. Yep. So it's a, it's, a, it's a tough call for me. That's a very very tough call for me. But I'm I'm definitely just going to say it straight out. I'm going to give it to the Flames. Um, I think Johnny Hockey's had a good uh, had a good few games so far. Um. I just like I like the build of that forward group, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Flames in, uh, in five. Cats, you riding the Flames train or the Stars gonna bounce back from their uh, no. their little struggles? No, no, no. The, the the Stars were struggling long before the qualifying round, and the the Flames, yeah, Johnny Gaudreau, Manny Kachuk, just chalking them out. I, it's just obvious. Flames for me. Yep. Big Flames Tr- guy. Tristan, follow it up, finish it up. What do you got? Um. Oh man, because this past series was so tough to predict because I liked Winnipeg for so many reasons, and I think obviously Connor Hellebuck being a Vesna candidate for this year. Um, but again, it, it, you you take Mark Shifley and you take Patrick Laine out of the equation. It was essentially a no-brainer that that Calgary was going to win that series. They have the offensive power. Um. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little weird. I bet against. I didn't like Dallas in last year's playoffs. I don't have high hopes for them making it like 
super far and they started off very slow as well. So number one, I love the under in every single game. That's my big thing. But I like I like Dallas in seven. They're a team that'll fucking lock you down and then run it into the gauntlet. So you give me a couple of overtime periods. And again, I don't know what's going on with Tyler Sagan either, but like, you know, you give me a couple of overtime periods with Sagan, Jamie Ben, you know, their their defensive court that they have on the back end, some of the you know, you know, the Miro Haskinens. Yep. You know, give me give me Dallas in seven. I would love to pick Calgary, but everyone here has picked Calgary, and I'm not going to be that guy that's just going to run with the uh, run with the, the favorites. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dallas and seven. You got well, even Dallas. Out those lines Dallas is somehow. the favorite, so you yeah. are running with the favorites. But okay, okay, bud. Fade, uh, fade the gauntlet guy. Fade the gauntlet guy. Seriously, pump God. Cyrus, pump the brakes. Fade him. About mute, mute his mic. Mute his mic. I hate. I cannot believe you just picked the stars and seven. I'm picking them because, again, they may be favorites in Vegas, but I'm going based off of the reactions here from Crossing Swords and the crew. And Don't bet against the boys. If everyone's on the – if everyone's with the Calgary Flames, I got to go Dallas. I have to. I have to. You really don't have to. You could just be like, oh, yeah, Calgary is the better team. Just pick Calgary. <laughs> I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. You, you do guys have a choice. Have a choice. You no, do. I'd America. rather. I'd America. rather you. you I'd rather you have a good record than go against the boys just trying to be right. But on to the, the next Gaulle one, guy. fade him. <laughs> on to the next one. We got Hurricanes Bruins, a series that's very intriguing for a lot of Sabres fans, obviously because fuck the Bruins, and also number two, fuck the Hurricanes. Um, but I do like the Hurricanes analytically as a team, and the Bruins. That top line was struggling in those uh, round robin games. Can they, they be invisible. upset? Can invisible. they be upset, cats? And Can the Hurricanes get it done. Man, they got swept last year by the Bruins, but I think this is a whole different team for the Hurricanes. Um, but maybe the Bruins were just trying a different strategy in those round robin games. Maybe they're just trying to get their feet wet, get ready for the games that actually mattered. Um, but maybe it is time for that core of the Bruins maybe last year was their last time out. Um, and it's just all the Hurricanes are just really tough, that fast pace defense. They moved the puck really well. They also played those play in series games without Dougie Hamilton and Pesci. Um, it's just their goaltending is just iffy though. But you, you, you keep it up with the Hurricanes. I think it's the Hurricanes in six this year. Uh, they'll get it done against Boston. I think it's that, that core has run its time here in the league. The Bruins, they are a big, bad team, but it's just finally time yep. to run them over. I'm right there. Hashtag Tailcats. Canes and six. I just think what they have together here with this team is just such a cohesive unit offensively, defensively. If they can play well and maintain possession the way they did in that first round against the Rangers, they're really going to suffocate that Bruins team who wants to, you know, get on you and sort of put that pressure deep down into your zone. I think the Hurricanes can get it done. You look at, you know, even the young players like Martin Nietzsche look great in that series. Uh, he gets blown up early on in game one, comes back. It's a late goal to win that game. So, like, all these guys are sort of learning when to step up and what they have to do to win games in the playoffs. So that playing round, I think, is a huge benefit for a team like the Hurricanes trying to learn how to win. And I think that's going to be able to get them over the hump against a Bruins team who, if you look at them, you know, 
all the way down that roster, that core isn't as good as it used to be. Yes, they were probably the best team in the regular season, but still, like, if that third, fourth line aren't doing anything, like, what are you the doing? The best because, team does not always win. Exactly. So, like, you look at the way the Canes played, they can steal some games, and I think they can get it done. Tristan, you just gave yourself a Mohawk. Predictions on this game. Do you guys like the Mohawk or Ooh, no? Yeah, dude, dude. Mm. Yeah. Not walking down on Broadway in Manhattan. You're like, oh, who's that? You go, Main Street East Aurora. Oh. Look out. Main Street. Fun guy. Come take a seat. So I would so I would love to I would love to fade you guys, but I couldn't agree more. I thought Boston looked I thought Boston looked terrible. Chara Oh, I forgot to mention Chara looked like Bambi out there. I can't tell you how many times people skated around him. Just, he was like 54 made, years I've, old. So. I've watched him fall a couple times. He All he has is a long stick out in front of him. If he misses a poke check, you're gone. Like, I, I just – it's it's over. He doesn't have it anymore. He just doesn't. But not just that. I mean, I, it just looks like, again, because it's not just like they played every, you know, every year and they were knocked out. I mean, these guys are aging not only because of the regular season, but they've played so many playoff series. It's an exhausting – it's a battle – um, you know, they're not made up of a bunch of David Posternocks. He's been there for, you know, a couple of years at this point, but uh, most of their team is old. David, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, Bergeron is, you know, what's 40? You know what I mean? He, yeah. he ain't getting younger either. And I, it, this is one of those teams that I look at and I'm like, man, the Carolina Hurricanes front to back, their offensive power is so amazing. Their defense is, is suffocating. And if they get good goaltending, if even if they get like a little bit of a hot run, oh man, that's a that's a scary team. Give me, I, I like Carolina five. I like Carolina in five. I think that's a. I think they're a hot team. I think they're a hot team. Love, I'd love to have you on board. Shout out Sarah Siv, one of my favorite reporters in all of hockey. Dwayne, give me your thoughts. Well, first off, I want to take it back to when we made our initial predictions for the playing rounds. Um, when I said, I said that Mrazek and Reimer were good goaltenders, and you all laughed at me. So, you, Kat, you can eat my ass. Tristan, you can eat my ass. And when he gets back, he can eat my ass too. So, with You're that being wrong. said, with that being said, they played absolutely phenomenal in that playing round. We're going to talk about how phenomenal they played. We have four total goals against, and not one, uh, Mrazek with a 1.50 goals against, a 940 save percentage, and then Reimer, the backup, 974 save percentage. So, again, like, I don't, I got laughed at when I said they were good goaltenders, so I just want to throw that out there. Um, but no, Schmidt, uh, you know, that forward group there, scary. Aho, uh, Shnetchikov, I can never fucking pronounce his name. Shnetchikov. Terrell Vinen, Sammy Vatnin, like, dude, Pasta has not been – he's been invisible in the round-robin games. Like you said, Chara looks like a 65-year-old man on skates, just can't hold it together. Um, They look just kind of old, you know? Um, Not the same fast team we're used to seeing there in Boston. Um, Tuka Rask is playing well, but, I mean, there's a lot of speed in Carolina, guys. A lot of skill. 
Um, I'm going to say Carolina in six, 100%. I'm all on board on the Carolina train. I fucking hate saying that because I hate Carolina. Fuck the Bruins. Um, fuck the Bruins. Well, fuck the more. Bruins. Yeah, fuck them both. But right, uh, most, most, most importantly, most importantly out of this whole prediction is I told all three of you, you can all fucking eat my yes. ass for telling me that I was wrong about the goaltending situation in Carolina. Dude, I picked, I'll tell you right now, and I'll come clean. I, here's the deal. I'm the kind of guy that I'll admit when I'm wrong, and I will gladly admit that I was wrong. I had the Rangers winning that series. Yeah, that was a fucking joke. Don't get me wrong. I thought the Rangers played admirably in a bunch of those games, but they were fucking hey, – I, I picked the first. Canes in four. Yeah, dude, I picked the Rangers. Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne took them in five, so – Dwayne's Dwayne's talking all this ish. Like, come on, I was on I was on the Canes too. Yeah, I know, but I I was laughed at when I said you. Know, I forget with the exact verbatim what was said, but uh, Mraz a good goaltender. No, yeah, I rewind it back. Go to the episode. I was laughed at. You're not wrong, and I again, oh, I'll, I probably still laughed. I was laugh. more worried about like their possession numbers. You saw what they did. Like, if you face less shots, like you're more likely to win because like if you have a nine to 920 save percentage you face five to ten less shots than that other goalie it's very very likely you're gonna let in less goals and they're yeah, front and back telling you like they're just their offense and defense my god they're they're a scary squad they're a scary team and their transition game fast so fast i like them and i'll gladly admit that i was wrong uh i i you know dude you were watching the games too like like some of those saves that Reimer and Mrazek were making, it wasn't like they were just like, it's not like they were just, you know, like pylons. They weren't just sitting there making easy saves. Some of those saves were like fucking Dominic Hasek saves. They played. Yep. Especially not, Mrazek. Dude, they played very good. They played really good hockey. So it's, you know, you get a hot goaltender, you get a hot duo, and that's a whole different ballpark when it comes to the playoffs. Yep, exactly. And you talk about it. A hot team right now, the Chicago Blackhawks taking on the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Right now, Vegas is minus 320 favorite in the series, plus 260 for the game, minus 200 favorites, uh, plus 160 at the Creek for the Blackhawks. Dwayne started off on this one. They are the biggest favorites out of any team in any series in the playoffs for the first round. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, I look at Chicago – I mean, the Golden Knights are, I guess, at a heavy favorite in this round. Um, I just have such a hard time betting against, against the Blackhawks, man. I just think that you have so much experience in that team that knows how to win. You still have a ton of skill. You have Kubalik, who, you know, a guy that kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, really, just absolute stud. You still have young talent on that team. Um, to bring cat, you know, if I'm going to pick an upset, I'm going to pick this series right here. I'm going to say, uh, the Blackhawks and seven. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting pick. You got Patrick Kane skating on the wing with Kirby doc and then Nylander on the offside. I forgot like, about doc. Like that's like a very, very interesting line. Like, especially for Sabres fans to watch. Like, I think they were very, that's very how intriguing. Spread, that's how you spread your talent. Mm-hmm. That's that's how you spread out your talent, man. Like you, you, they're doing exactly what Toronto didn't do. They're spreading out their talent. Well, Tristan, Tristan, shaking his head. Tristan, get in here. Give me your picks. 
No, no, because okay, so pump, yeah, so Nylander played every single game, had zero points, he had zero goals, he had zero assists, and he finished the the this this last round with, I think he was like a minus two or a minus three. I think Neil, I think Nylander is a non-factor. I think he's a, I think he's a total bum. I don't think he. You put him with great players, and he might look okay or decent, but, like, he didn't do shit in Buffalo. And really, look at this last playing around. He hasn't really done shit in that last playing around. But to Dwayne's point and my exact thoughts are this is a team. This is a Chicago team. This isn't Chicago two or three or four years ago where they had all the expectations, where they had all the hype. This is a team that can kind of come in. If they lose, no big deal. You know what I mean? They knocked out Edmonton. They did a really great job. They overperformed for what's expected. And there is no doubt about that. Um, I think this is a team that essentially has nothing to lose. So, like I said, they lose this series, no big deal. You know, they they took out the Oilers. And um, I don't know. I, that that scares me is like when when especially when team, you saw those high scoring games with Vegas in the round robin like that's what I'm saying you you take a team that has nothing to lose and you put them against the team that's so highly touted as Las Vegas having only been in the league for you know x amount of years whatever three or four three years at this point um it's a it's a scary it's a scary thing so I'm also going to take Chicago. And I'm going to take Chicago in six. Like I said, my biggest thing is I think Las Vegas is the better team, but I think they have a lot more to prove than the Chicago Blackhawks do, which I think is going to make them a lot more relaxed. And I love Kirby Doc. I love what they have on their forward depth. You know, I think their I think their defensive core is is still pretty good compared to what it was goaltending makes me a little bit nervous but we all know Mark andre Fleury in the playoffs and it's been really good these past couple of years but I remember some really bad years with Pittsburgh so um I'm gonna you gotta lock me in you gotta lock me in in Chicago in six be honest yep I'm gonna flip-flop you I'm gonna go Vegas in six I just think they're the more complete team um you look at their whole defense core I think they're just a little bit more sound I think if you're able to play that real physical up and down fast hockey that they have played these past couple seasons. You continue to maintain a little bit more of the possession. I think you can get this one done. I'm giving it to Vegas in six cats. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I I think with that series win in Edmonton, I think you guys, I think the Oilers woke the beast a little bit in Chicago and got the boys going and they're just going to ride that momentum. Uh, Like, like I said, these, I feel like the round Robin teams were just only getting their feet wet and like they, they knew that they were just going to be playing in the round round one game so they could have been strategizing a little bit how they played differently but Robin Leonard looked great you know the Vegas Golden Knights did look really really good I think they got the, the first overall seed in the west right or was that Colorado uh, like, no uh, Vegas Vegas okay mm-hmm. uh, you know Kane Taves Debrinkat Kubalik Crawford, all right, we, we, we could see another upset. I'd see Chicago in six. I'm going to go with that. Wow. We got three people picking the biggest upset in any of the series. I'm fine being the only one that's going to be right on that one. 
but we're sending it right back to Caps because the next series, the boys, the Isles versus the Caps. Caps are minus 145 favorites. Isles plus 125 right now at the Creek for the first game. Caps minus 137. Isles plus 115. Cats, give me one reason. You're probably giving me more than one reason to bet on the cat or on the uh, the Isles here. Yo, well, you got good old Barry Trotz at the helm here with the Islanders. Has the Capitals number here just in a way where he knows how they're going to play, but who doesn't know how the Capitals are going to play? Stay out of the box. Ovechkin is going to score no matter what. Five on threes, shorthanded, pat, you name it. He's going to score. Nothing you could do about that. Their goaltending, though, hopefully he's beatable for sure. And we have a very strong defense. We're not letting that many goals in to the back of the net. Almost every game hit the under against the Islanders uh, in the Panthers series. And that secondary scoring has helped us big time with Bovillier leading the team with five points. And Ryan Pulak not too far behind with four. And playoff Peugeot. Who doesn't love a little bit of playoff Peugeot lighting it up? 877. Being that third light center that we signed for, the team is in good spirits. And, of course, a little bias here for my boys. But you got to love the Isles playing in August. I haven't seen that ever going Isles in seven. Isles in seven. Love to hear it, Cats. But uh, um, I'm going Caps in seven. I think it's going to be a tough series. I don't think they're going to be able to roll over the Isles the way they've been playing lately. Such a great defensive hockey. I think you're if you're able to stay out of the box, which they did struggle with a little bit at times in that play-in series, but if you can play a little bit more disciplined hockey, um, they're not going to be a team that's going to get beat around by a guy like Tom Wilson or anyone else on that team. They're going to take it right to them. I think, you know, they can make it a long series, but I'm going to go Caps in seven. Dwayne, what do you got? I'm right there with you, man, but I'm going to say Caps in six. Um, Sorry, Cats. I think Ovechkin is hungry for another cup. Um, I think you're going to get peak Alexander Ovechkin here, um, where we all know he has the ability to take over a series and play like the best player on the planet. And honestly, he's one of the best players left in this playoff right now. Oh, yeah. Um, he's definitely the best you know, pure goal scorer in the league, yeah. obviously. And he's, he's due, the best pure. He's due for a goal, too. Mm-hmm. He's not scoring around Robin games. You're right. The, well, the best pure goal yeah. scorer that ever lived. Yeah, and I, I don't say that without any hesitation. So, um, I think he's hung, I think he's hungry. I think mm-hmm. he, you, you got you're, you're looking at a guy is like okay, yeah, maybe he is Duke. He didn't, you know, in the round robin games, but you got to remember, man, these guys who only played a few round robin games, and yeah, those games were important. But I can't sit there and believe that they tried to kill themselves in those games. Um, he's got like five months of rest on that body and he's already built like a tank. So he's ready. He's geared up and ready to go, man. And there isn't many better playoff performers than Alexander Ovechkin. So I'm going to say just purely based off him, I'm going to say, uh, caps and six. All right, Tristan, what do you got for me? Uh, again, I'm going to, obviously cats is kind of a number one cats is a joke. So <laughs> we're going to start off by saying that cats is a joke. And I'm not making my pick based on what Kat said. So I'm going to go kind of (laughs) against the grain. So what I think is a lot of these teams, so like, you know, the Washingtons, I think the first, the, like the, the top seeded teams 
didn't play that competitive of hockey because it was just all reseeding. They knew that they were going to make the playoffs. They didn't really give their best effort, and I saw a really, really good effort out of that Islanders team. Um, I don't know. Personally, I think that the Capitals are obviously a little bit of an older squad. You know, you look at their top six forwards, and they're not as they're not as quick as they used to be. They're not that far removed from the Stanley Cup, but I still think a team like the Islanders, again, number one, we talk about Barry Trotz. I think coaching is such a big part of moving forward in the playoffs. And I think that I think that Barry Trotz, he did it last year. I think he can do it again. And I think that they have a bunch of different, you know, difference makers on that team. I'm a big, and I said this at the beginning of the year, I don't know if Cat shit on me or anything like that, but I said Anthony Bavillier, he was one of my favorite players going into this, this past season. And he had one hell of a round. I really, really like the Islanders. They have shut down defense. Um, they have good goaltending, both of their goaltenders. Give me, give me Isles and six. I really do think that the Islanders – not that they have a better team, but they've had a little bit more competitive experience in these in these past two weeks, and I think they're going to come out hot. I really do. I really think they're going to take them down. Right. I mean, don't don't forget they were on a very long seventeen game point streak, uh, pretty much in the first third of the season. Uh, so there is definitely room for a streak there. And you know, once players like Barzell finally gets on board here, you know, he had a quiet series. Jordan Eberle. Um, Anthony Bovillier, like you mentioned, he was the hottest player that whole series. He turned it up playing on that uh, second line there. And hopefully that's Garth my heart gets on the mix there. But it's a, it's a good team, and it's a very good matchup against for the Isles, too, being as Barry Trotz, you know, just won the Stanley Cup before coming over. And um, you, if they're going to go to distance, they're going to go to distance with Washington. Yep, that's seriously, that's seriously the X factor is the coaching, I think. Um, that's, that's why, you know, that's why I'm saying seven and not anything less than that. I think it's going to be a big factor. I think trots knowing the team is going to be Huge. something, you know, that's, that's extremely invaluable knowledge for them, but let's move on to the next series abs and coyotes. The abs are the second biggest favorites. there at minus three Oh five coyotes plus two forty five. Um, you look at the game, it's, Minus 185 for the Avalanche, plus 150 for the Coyotes. This is a very, very interesting series for me. I think the Avalanche have looked one of the best teams in the entire NHL throughout most of the season, even battling through injuries with their best players between Landis Cog, Rantanen. You had McKinnon, who absolutely put up crazy numbers this year, minus those guys throughout most of the year. Um, Kale McCarr ended up having the second most points on that team because of all those injuries. Um, but you look at yeah what they have there yeah with him and everyone else. I think they're just they're ready and they're poised for a great long playoff run. I think they get it done quick. I think they get it done in five. I just as much as I loved what I saw from Kemper at times, the Coyotes were giving up way too many shots, and if you give up that many shots against a team like the Avalanche. They're going to bury, they're going to finish, and they're going to make you pay for it. Dwayne, what are your thoughts? I mean, this is one of the more no-brainer series, if you ask me. Um, I do like Darcy Kemper, uh, the goalie for Arizona, but even even with that man, I think Colorado is really 
you know, is the blueprint of how you want to build and develop a hockey team. You know, building the draft, you bring in pieces. You know, they brought in Kadri from Toronto. You know, it brings you a lot of sandpaper to your lineup and scoring ability. Um, that annoying Pest Marshan type of presence out there. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this is going to be a sweep uh, for Colorado. I'm not even going to give Arizona a single game. Oh, I really hope it's a sweep. I hope it's a sweep for me, Burrs, and Al, our abs. Tristan, what are your thoughts? Keep it simple. Um, can you guys even believe that – can you guys – I can't even fathom this thought that Bowen Byram has still not played a single game in a Colorado Avalanche uniform, and they still have somebody that highly touted as a defenseman in their system. Um, here's the deal. I'm rooting like hell. If if you guys aren't again, obviously some people have money on the line, but like you know, it, I'm rooting like hell for the the Coyotes. I I really like that team. I like the management organization. I like everything about Arizona. Ah man, dude, that fucking that Colorado team is so good. How are you gonna it's, beat it's them? It's the give worst draw they could have gotten. So dangerous. no, give me. I like Colorado and I like Colorado in five. I think I think I think the the Yotes steal one, but uh, yeah, you can't pick them. I you can't. I can't. No, well, dude, they're know, they're looking absolutely amazing. <laughs> coyotes, stuck. the coyote, the Coyotes are heading in the right direction. They're just not ready yet. No, exactly. That, then again, that's to your exact point. They're heading in the right direction. I love that organization. You know, for a for a city that's not known for its hockey and shit like that, you know, I really do like them. But like, when you step up against a monster the way that you're stepping up against the Colorado Avalanche, it's, you know, they'll be there. They're not there. Yeah, give it a few years when Austin Matthews signs there after his contracts (laughs) up in Toronto. I think I think his contracts his contracts up before Eichel's. I think it's four years. It's going to be a UFA. Let's start the trend now on Twitter. Every single day, start tweeting. Hmm, Arizona, good spot for Austin I would Matthews. Love, I would love to see. He's going Austin home. Matthews. He's going home. One hundred. If, if, if Matthews played for the Coyotes, I would be a Matthews fan. I'm not even lying. No fucking joke whatsoever. If I saw him in an Arizona Coyotes uniform, I would be a. I would be a fan of that team. Not kidding. Oh, it'd be hard not to like at least at least like root for him just for like the fact of the non-hockey market getting the not, like the hometown kid and like building it there. But cats, what's your your predictions for the series? I think the Colorado Avalanche are just built differently than the uh, Arizona Coyotes. It's just so much on that team. Nathan McKinnon, who's probably one of my favorite players to watch in the league, Cal uh, McCarr, Miko Randon. Uh, and now, like, with the additions of, like, Nazim Kadri, it helps them a little bit. Um, yeah, it's great that the Arizona Coyotes have Phil Kessel and Taylor Hall, but I just don't see it happening against the Avalanche. There's just no, no way. They're just built – like, simply put, they're just built differently, just a better overall team, faster, stronger. Colorado in five. Do you think, yeah. think Arizona – they'll sneak uh, one away. Do you think Arizona is able to keep uh, Taylor Hall there after the season? Fuck no. Absolutely not. Why would he stay in I wouldn't. Honestly, I wouldn't want him, and I know he's a former MVP, but if he doesn't stay there, this is going to be the fourth team Taylor Hall's been on. You let um, him go to Seattle. But here's, the th- here's the thing, that's, guys. Yeah. Like, a guy that's as talented as him 
you just don't play on four teams at his, by his age. You know what I mean? So there's something else going on there, in my opinion. Like, you know, I've heard the whispers and rumors about him not being the greatest. I don't know. He's been on room. some bad teams. Yeah. Like, what are the Devils been, doing? What lying. are the Devils doing been. without him? Like, what are, like what are the Oilers doing without him? They're still bad. But like, it's, no, not like, it's not trade, like he left, like, and they were good. You just don't trade a guy as talented as Taylor Hall that many times, though. You just no, don't. I, like, I'm sorry. But, no. but you, you move him and your team hasn't gotten better. Like, what's your point? No, but my, I, no, my point the deal. Let me. I'm going to jump in real quick because I do agree with Twain. Because there's, there's they, a got thing, Taylor, they got rid of Taylor Hall, and Edmonton made it to the Western Conference Finals. Number one, I don't think it's a big thing. Like one single player makes or breaks your team, but like I think he had an okay run with um, with the Devils. But I look at oh. him. I look at him like a Matt Duchesne kind of player where he's got all the talent in the world, but it doesn't matter what organization he goes to. They just don't seem to get it done. They're good, and he puts up good numbers, but they don't finish. Yeah, so and I, when, you're, when you're in the position, you're probably not necessarily like a 1A guy in the league, especially as a winger, and you go to these teams, you don't have those top-end guys. Like you're with Edmonton at first, you're with McDavid, but he's not – you know, those first couple of years, like, what is that really? Um, you go to New Jersey, he carried the team when he took them to the playoffs, and then he has injury issues and everything else. But, like, so that's not really his fault that he had to deal with injuries and everything else. No. Like, so no. where I, I just don't get how, you know, he didn't make the Devils worse. Like, he literally elevated them no. to the playoffs, no, but, and then but, with, and I, with him not healthy, I, like, I don't know. But um, nobody's saying nobody's saying that it has anything to do with talent. I'm just saying that it's to me it feels like something that's not on ice related. You no, just don't but, you just don't trade a guy who's as good as him, especially because the Devils aren't in a bad cap situation. They have a lot of young talent on ELCs there. So why would you trade? Because a guy they know he's like, not going to resign there. That's why yeah, you don't trade exactly. someone for no assets. What are you talking about, saying, dude? I'm just, I'm just saying, but I'm just also saying money talks, dude. People, people, people want to get paid. Um, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Really, no. could sign anywhere for I'm, like no taxes, you, dude. I'm going to run you through this situation as well, just because we are talking about the money and we are talking about the devil's cap situation as well. You look at what a player like Taylor Hall is going to command in, in a, a, a free agency. He's and one a money. Like he's exactly. exactly. But that's he's the thing. probably if not a one A guy, like. But with the Buffalo Sabers, because he's probably gonna he's gonna command, he's gonna ask for at least I would say at least nine million a year, and you have to look at the NHL, who is so handicapped by their salary cap because you only have eighty three million dollars per year to spend on an AAV, and the problem that you run into is the fact that you sign all these other players. And you can't afford, you can't give somebody like Taylor Hall, who really hasn't proven anything, you can't, again, we did that with Jeff Skinner. We can't give, we can't also give Taylor Hall $9 million a year. I want nothing to do with Taylor Hall. No. I don't know why we're talking about signing Taylor Hall right now. On to the next series. All right. So, Canadians, Flyers, we're not signing Taylor Hall. The Sabres won't do it anyways. They're going to probably re-sign Reinhardt. Like, they, we don't have that money. So we'll give Ryan, we'll give Reinhardt nine million. We're they good. probably will. Like I'd rather go to oh, and then I'll, then so I'll flyers, never go to the Sabres game again. 
Flyers, <laughs> uh, you're probably never going to go to Sabres game ever again then. Sorry, Dwayne. Uh, Flyers, minus 220 favorites in this series. Canadians, plus 180. Obviously, huge upset for the Canadians in that play-in round over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, Tristan, did you call that one? I think so. Ryder, um, I picked the Flyers. Um, I had them beating Washington. I think every time I picked the Flyers, they won. Um, I think that is a hot team. I think front to back, number one, they, you know, we were talking, they were talking about on TSN too, about how the Hart Trophy was actually named after Carter Hart. 75 years later, Mm -hmm. this was all meant to happen. I think he is the, I think he might be the next best goaltender in the entire NHL. I think front to back, that team is full of absolute studs. I love their forward core. Their defensive core is unbelievable. What they did in the play-in rounds, they looked incredible. I love that team. I re- and again, number one, I say that with a grain of salt because I know my grandmother is rolling over in her fucking grave right now because – my grandma was a season ticket holder from 1970 for the Buffalo Sabres, 1970 to 1989. She saw Clint Malarchuk get his next slice open. She was sitting there 14 rows up. I'll tell you right now, she hates the fucking Flyers more than anything in the entire world. Bobby Clark, Dave Schultz, all those pricks. Here's the deal. I think that team is real. I think they are a very good squad. I hate the Philadelphia Flyers. I will forever hate the Philadelphia Flyers. That is a good hockey team. Give me a sweep. Give me a 4 nothing sweep of the Flyers. They are that good. Yeah, I think the Flyers are looking absolutely unbelievable. And I've been a big advocate of maybe trying to swing some of those guys maybe on a RFA deal if you're a Sabres general manager because there's going oh to be some God, guys. There's going to be some issues there with some cap because like a lot of those guys are going to need to get paid over these next couple of years. Um, so I think you can slide in there. I really like what they're doing right now. They've moved into the favorites right now to win the Stanley cup, um, somewhere around five to one, um, in that range. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable, you know, that three games like that can sway it that much, but they were playing very, very good hockey down the stretch. They seem to have found it as a team. Uh, you add guys like Kevin Hayes and it just, it's really gelled and just put that team over the edge. I think they get it done, and I'm going to give it Canadians one just because Carey Price has been playing so well. So I'm going to give it to the Flyers in five. Cats, what do you got? Flyers were just so good in those Rod and Robert games, and they didn't even get they didn't get scoring from like Giroux or like Couturier, right? Like they were just getting it all from everyone else. They had no top scoring. Hartnell was out Unreal. too, I believe. Unreal. Flyers and four, yeah, I don't know. They're just they're just on one this year. I don't know what happened down there in Philly, but fuck. Yep. It's all that cheese steak. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, Dwayne, what, yeah, Dwayne you riding with the boys on the Flyers, or are you going to go Absol- against us? Absolutely. Uh, you know, Carey oh, Price I know. You had, a, you had a lot to say about Carey Price, so you can go on about Carey Price for a minute. While yeah, yeah, yeah listen. you got a lot to say. Listen, 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 listen. I am I am not a Carey Price hater. I think he's a good goaltender. I don't think he's worth the money that he signed for. He's definitely not that goalie anymore. He's he has the ability to steal you a game or two, as proven in that in that play in series. But uh, where you pay your goaltender ten million dollars a season is where you handcuff your team and so many other places. He got paid fifteen million dollars this season. Fifteen million dollars. And 
on a team like Montreal, who is just lacking so much in depth, you just cannot be paying your goaltender that kind of money. So with that, you know, with that being said, I am definitely taking the Flyers in five games. I think that that Montreal is just not good enough or built enough to, you know, win place play uh, win in a seven game series uh, against the Flyers. So, um, and like you said, like they weren't even getting like consistent scoring from Giroux in any of those round robin games. They were just doing it just on their own their, their depth alone. So definitely, I'm gonna take uh, Philly in five. Yeah. So that. It wasn't – yeah, I think it was a Voracek who had actually been out a little bit. I will check while you guys are talking about the next series if he'll be back or not because I know he was hurt for a little bit. But we got the Blues taking on the Vancouver Canucks. Blues minus 210 favorites. Canucks plus 175 for the series. In the first game there, Blues minus 155. Canucks 128 or so. I think in this series – it's going to be very interesting. Obviously, the defending champion, Blues, didn't come out looking great in all these play-in games. But with that experience of the last season and everything else there, a much more physical team than the Canucks, who are a little younger, a little quicker. How do you think this one plays out, Tristan? I'm a little nervous. Um, I really like the Vancouver Canucks. I really, really like that team. Um what scares me is, and I don't know how much of the series you guys watched with them against Minnesota, but Markstrom was fighting the puck really, really, really bad. I mean, he let in some bad goals, and he he genuinely makes me nervous. I think they have all the components. They have everything that they need to, to, to win this series. I think it's going to come down to goaltending. And I just, unfortunately, I really, like I said, I love the Vancouver Canucks. Fucking Markstrom is fighting the puck so bad. But I can't, I cannot bet against the St. Louis Blues. I got to take them in six. I would love to pick the, I would love to pick the Canucks. But I, Markstrom makes me nervous. I can't, I can't do it. Cats, lay it on me. What do you, what do you got in this one? Yeah, Mark Markstrom was unreal and he's just very underrated during the regular season I think I said that a few pods ago um but he's definitely a very 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 good goaltender in my eyes I just think that St. Louis team is just going to be so high in motivation for winning the cup next year nothing is going to stop them even after some poor performances in that round robin hopefully Terrace Hangle tears it up and Bennington shows up and I'm going with St. Louis in five yep it was another team who kind of struggled with that top top core getting some scoring Got to get that out of Vlad. Got to get that out of Riley if you want to get through. Rob Thomas is looking good, but Dwayne, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to pick the Canucks in seven. Um, I think they have a lot of depth up the middle, um, which is honestly, you know, probably the most important position in hockey to have depth in is that center position. Um, I don't think Markstrom is getting enough credit. I mean, he did have a shutout in that series. I mean, yeah, I fought the puck a little bit, but he's a great goaltender. Um, Elias mm-hmm. Patterson is a guy that can take over a series. Um, can he? You look at yeah, – I think so. And look at the – Has he done it yet? Miller like, just, I don't know. I don't know if he can I think if he can a, take he's, it over. He's a, that guy, like, that if, guy is a horse. He is a four horse. Four to seven games where he's just going to take over. Like, you got against, against a team like the Blues – 
who's just going to be all over him? Like, do you think they he's going to have got, enough they got space? A, they got a ton of speed. They have a ton of speed, man. Um, you got Hughes on the back end, dude. You know what? I guess like I'm going to say I'm going to say Vancouver in seven. I like Markstrom personally. Um, you know, like I said the last time, you guys disagree with the goaltending opinion of mine. It kind of blew up in your faces. So, um, uh, except it didn't because I, I I picked picked the I, well, Hurricanes. I'd yeah, love to be yeah. wrong. I would love to be wrong in this series. I would yeah, love. I like Vancouver, Vancouver a lot. The JT yeah. Miller was a gem. They they thought they when they, I don't think Miller was a guy that was expected to play as well as he did this past season, and he really took on a leadership role for Vancouver. And uh, I like him a lot. Um, I just li- I just like everything they have up front in Vancouver. Uh, I got a little bit of a bias because I do have some friends up there. Uh, friends up there. Uh, that I that I talk to often, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Vancouver for sure at seven. Yeah, no, I'm going Blues in five. I'm riding with the rest of them. I I just think that they're too physical, they're too big. I think the experience is just gonna be too much. Yeah, I like JT Miller. He had a great season. What's he gonna do in the playoffs now? Like the rest of that team is very unproven in the playoffs. Um, besides, you know, a playing round. Like that's all you've had pretty much for a majority of them for their experience. What's Besser going to do? What's Pedersen going to do? You don't know. It's all sort of a question mark. But you know, yeah, and but you know what the Blues are going to bring. You know what they've done. You've seen what they've done. I'm going to bet on a known commodity rather than a question mark. I'm going to go with the Blues in that series. But, boys, time for your last thoughts. We're going to start it with you, Cats. The Isles, I'm sure your thoughts are going to be right there with them. Yes, sir. Game one Wednesday at 3 p.m. Uh, we're excited, though. It's another – just more hockey for me to watch and for anyone to watch. But, of course, I get to follow my boys a bit longer. Stretches out my mental health. It's not going to be good, but I hope it's <laughs> stable. Jeff is serious. But uh, all in all, um, more hockey – uh, starting tomorrow night, and we're excited, and hopefully the boys go to distance here. So let's go, Isles. Yep, let's hopefully you can say sane, and maybe the Isles will get a nice, quick, easy sweep. Probably won't be like that, but you never know. Dwayne, for you, last thoughts. Um, like I said, guys, I feel pretty confident in all my picks. Um, I just I'm just you know really looking forward to having legitimate playoff hockey back here next week. Um, what we got in that in the round robbing games and the playing rounds, I I definitely didn't expect the hockey to be you know to to, to things to go as smoothly as they did. Um, the physical play, the fighting, the scoring, the great goaltending. So I'm I'm amped up. I'm ready to fucking go, guys. I, I cannot wait to start this uh, this first round. Tristan, I know you're gonna keep the gambling gauntlet going. Let everyone know where they can find that and give us your last thoughts as well going into the real playoffs. I mean, I'm going to redirect real quick. I'm going to hit you with my thoughts, but I'm going to redirect. We're, we're missing a very important part of the segment. I think there is a, um, a close group that's going to be speaking with Robert Ray. Is that his name? Robert Ray? Oh, yes, uh, Robert Ray. We, we had him on the show today. And let me tell you guys, this guy was an absolute beauty. Um, cracked a lot of jokes, made fun of us for being goalies, and then there's some <laughs> bonus, 
there's some bonus audio at the end where he, uh, he thought he hung up his phone, but he didn't. And uh, the conversation oh. that took place with it between him and his son outside the uh, formerly known as the Pepsi Center are absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so we'll be dropping that hopefully tonight or tomorrow. Um, but uh, yeah, man, that was an unbelievable episode. And then we got into some. Uh, Am I still in here? Yep. Some. We got into some fuck the Leafs talk. So uh, you know, we all love. I mean, especially me. Um, you should find yourself somebody that uh, loves you with the same passion that I hate the Leafs with. So uh, <laughs> uh, it's overall one of a, a great episode. Definitely a must listen. And we definitely gave the boys over here across the sword shout out and turn it too. So. So yeah, I, I had to plug that just because obviously you guys you've had player you've had Martin Baron on there. You've had a lot of really awesome fucking names on two goalies, one Mike, including the funnel guy. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> heard that one yet, but okay. I'm just saying. formerly the funnel guy. For, I mean, formerly the funnel guy. We'll see. You know, the the funnel guy comes out from time to time. If the Sabres get good. I can't be the douche. I can't be the alcoholic online. Just oh, I hold on, hold on. I forgot one big thing. Royal blue in the morning. Oh, we oh, didn't. Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne, real quick, Wait. real quick. Thirty to sixty seconds on it. All right. So I'm excited. Um, we've been teased a little bit with uh, the way the the out the out, outline of the logo is going to be. We're getting some winter classic vibes along with some 50th anniversary vibes in the, in the logo and the, the engraving of the logo. Uh, I asked Ray about it on the show today and I'll teaser, I'll tease it right now. He's excited for it. He thinks fans should be pumped up for it. It's a nice change in pace from the way things have been. He even said, especially with the way things have been over the last few years, uh, should definitely get fans excited. So I mean, if Ray's excited about it, I mean, maybe we should be excited about it. Yep. I mean, I, if played, Razor, yeah, if Razor's it. down because he's been, yeah, he's been through it all. He was he's there for the original, jersey. yeah, the blue and golds. Yeah. Went to the, you know, the black and reds. Went to the, uh, you know, the other nonsense. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's been around. He's seen it all. So if he's excited about it, I think I'll be excited about it. Tristan. I know, like, I'm I'm not very excited about it. I don't really care, like, because in the long run, like, it doesn't make the team any better. Like, I'll get a jersey eventually, but it's not going to make me go buy a new one right away because the product fucking sucks. I said it on Twitter. Um, I kind of laid it all out there, too. Just, you know, I don't really – the whole thing with Twitter is I lose a lot of followers because I say things that I don't really give a shit about, and then people are like, oh, this guy's an idiot. And I am an idiot. They're not wrong. Um, I just, you know, speak my mind. Here's the deal. I am ecstatic. I am so excited to see Royal Blue back in Buffalo. It means literally the world to me because like that's when I, you know, when I was a kid, it was Royal Blue. My whole grandparents and my, my mom's and my family's experience has been in the Royal Blue. I'm ecstatic. I can't wait to see Royal Blue. But here's the deal. If I'm going to watch Royal Blue finish in the bottom three percent of the nhl i don't give a fuck what the jersey is i'll say this until i i'm blue in the face i would rather see give me if they were like here's the deal you're gonna make the playoffs for the next 10 years but you're gonna have to suffer through the goat head and we're gonna bring back the really awful fucking orange yellow gold jerseys that we had that steve ott you know you know pranced out in 
I would be like, sign me up. Give me whatever you got. I don't care what it is. Give me those jerseys. I don't give a shit. I want a winning product. I want something entertaining to go to every year. But that being said, I'm ecstatic. I really am happy about the Royal Blues. I will not purchase one. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. No, no, no. That was the Dwayne. He's trying to, he's trying to send Taylor Hall stuff right now, and I'm like, dude. I'm just saying, dude, Edmonton coaches, Edmonton coaches. Who, oh, who's been in Edmonton? Yeah, it was, that was during Peter Chiarelli. Peter Chiarelli was there, bud, dude. Not even, Get out of here. Peter Chiarelli was there. Okay, I wouldn't great. listen to anyone. Oh God! Listen, can I finish? It wasn't, I, it's, little, I, it's, there's so much more than just what happened in Edmonton, dude. It, it, it's guys, followed him around since the guys. OHL. Guys, can I finish? Guys, can uh, I follow him around since juniors. Guys, can I finish? Yep, you can. can. I can finish? Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I forgot my total train of thought, so I was going to restart. Um, so, I forgot what I was on. I'm ecstatic about the Royal Blues. Am I happy about the product and hiring a general manager that's never been a general manager in the NHL? Fuck no. Am I happy about the product on the ice the past 10 years? Fuck no. Am I happy about the jerseys? Yes, but that's not going to sway my decision in any way, shape, or form. I want the Sabres to be good. I don't give a shit what it is. Here's the deal. If DJ Milk announced the games, I don't care if Rick Jenner retires and DJ Milk announces the games and we wear slug jerseys, even if they had a giant dick on them. I don't care what the jerseys look like. If we win, that's all I care about. That's all I'm going to say. DJ Milk, the next announcer for the Buffalo Sabres, giant dick jerseys in a beautiful golden form on the front of the jerseys if they win i don't give a shit i just want to see winning hockey that's all i want fuck yep. taylor hall fuck peter shirelli all of them i just want to see winning hockey i don't care what it is i don't care how it happens um i just i want to be happy guys i'm, I'm i just is it that bad i just want to be happy it's it's be- that bad like i don't care if they're wearing turd burgers I don't care if they're wearing the slug. I don't care if they're wearing the fisherman jersey. I don't care if they're wearing Rangers jerseys. As long as they're still the Buffalo Sabres and they're winning games, that's all we care about. Just put a winning product on the ice, Pagulas, and you're going to get people back into that arena. We're tired of it being a library. I'm tired of having conversations with people during games. I want to watch hockey. I'm tired of it, and we want winning hockey back here in Buffalo. I ever tell you guys my DJ Milk story? No, no, no. We'll save it oh, for okay. another. We'll save it for another podcast. Oh, it's a good one. We'll save it for it's another good one. one. But for cats down on Long Island, Short I'll help Island. him out this time. <laughs> Dwayne up in Tanawanda, and the Tanawanda. funnel guy down there in East Aurora, causing havoc in the village, and myself, Ty B, here in the city. Let's. Go Sabres. Don't mess up the goddamn jersey reveal. You got a diamond. You got nine men. You got a hat and a bat. And that's not all. You got the bleachers. Got them from spring till fall. You got a dog. And a drink and umpires call What do you want? Let's play ball Is that a fly ball? Or is it a seagull? Coming in from the lake 
Just to catch the game It's the last minute Our guys are winning Dave's put down a smoker A strike And you got no doubt What do you want? Let's play ball Bye. 